here at St. Matthew's, we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus, our Savior, died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family. This is a teaching ministry under the direction of Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr., the senior pastor of St. Matthew's Baptist Church for over 33 years. Dr. Gordon's stellar leadership encourages thousands to cultivate a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Dr. Gordon exegetes God's word for truth, transformation, and transparency. It's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthew's, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me, and they're saying, what what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we go to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthew's in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, It's home.
Good morning. I'm Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, Sr., pastor of the St. Matthew's Baptist Church, where Jesus Christ is the main attraction. And we greet you in that precious name, that name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. And we know that all things are working together for the good, for them who love the Lord and them who are called according to his purposes. This morning, we want you to know that we are duty-bound in praying for you and your family and for their safety, their security, and their steadfastness as we are finding ourselves and we are seeing a global pandemic of virus disease, as we are seeing national unrest because of injustice, as we're seeing literally our cities burning. We don't condone the violence, but we understand the reverence. We understand why. We understand the pain and the panic and the anger of the people. And the Bible says, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. We want you to be steadfast, unmovable. Uh, Do not fear, just hold on, hold out. Help is on the way. And our God is an awesome God. He oversees everything. Nothing can happen without his signature. God is in everything. God, amen, may not, amen, have agreed with man's sins, but God works everything out. And we have to look to the hills from whence cometh our help. And our help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. We got to keep perspective in problematic times. Let me say to you, be faithful to God as God has been faithful to you. Continue to tithe online and send your envelopes into P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. And God will truly bless you and your family. This morning we're in Daniel chapter 12. Daniel chapter 12. And at, at the end of verse 1, and it goes on in verse 2, it says, At that same time. Amen. And at that time, thy people shall be delivered. Lord have mercy. Everyone that shall be found written in the book that we serve a God of deliverance. And this morning, I want to challenge your hearts around the subject. Why fight God's finish. Why fight God's finish? One of the greatest glimpses of faith, freedom, and fortitude is the acceptance of all things according to the will of God. That is, that... uh, uh, spiritually, only believers can accept the suffering, only believers can accept the pain, only believers can accept the struggles, only believers can accept, amen, the uh, place of pain. Only believers can do that. God gives us an extra dose of the Holy Ghost. God gives us insights and discernments to wait on him that he knows and he has conveyed to us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He that hath begun a good work in you will continue to do it unto the day of Jesus Christ. So by faith, hallelujah, we, we, we believe the promises over our problems. Yeah, by freedom, we believe that God is faithful and he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He'll work out his will 
And by fortitude, listen to this, we, we, we will perform the will of God, we will worship, we will wait on God even in the midst of our weeping. We are sure that God will come through. That he will deliver us from our difficulties. He will persuade us that he is the power who controls everything. And I'm so glad that I serve a God that can hear the heartbeats of my emotions. I'm so glad that I praise a Savior who has not forgotten about me, but he has called me out of darkness and translated me into his marvelous light. I'm, I'm so glad that I serve a Savior who snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments and have put me, listen to this, on a street called street. Amen. That, that he has given me discernment. Amen. He, he has given me all the tools that I need to hold on and to hold out. That weeping, Psalm 30, may endure for a night, but joy, hallelujah, will come in the morning. There's no greater power than the serenity prayer. Lord, give me the serenity, the peace, listen to this, to accept the things I cannot change. To change, give me the strength to change what I can and give me the wisdom to know the difference. This sermon is about acceptance. This sermon is about us Whatever comes our way, accepting it with the thought that God is working out his will and his glory. We cannot lose sight of our Savior. We, we cannot allow the 40 million that are out of work, the pandemonium of this pandemic virus, nor the unrest of our cities, to deter us from our faith. Can I get a witness? That, that is when we begin to look at this scripture at that time, at that time, the book of Daniel, amen, is God's powerful, purposeful, driven, listen to this, amen, perseverance in pandemonium. It's how God, amen, allows his anointed, amen, to be subjected to suffering and yet know that he's going to bring them out. Your security this morning is the word of God. Your security morning is this morning is the blessed Holy Spirit. Your security this morning is that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You got to get on a confidence side and not on a conflict side. You got to come out of the conflict and get into the confidence. You got to come out of, amen, the wickedness and get into the word. You got to hear what God has to say about your situation. You can't just keep looking at the news and can't keep looking at all of the mess around you. You can't even look at yourself. You can't look at that broken mirror. You've got to look to the hills, Lord have mercy, from whence cometh your help. And your help cometh from the Lord. In Daniel, we see the unavoidable. Daniel and his three friends were kidnapped, deported. In 606, 597, 586, three deportations, as Nebuchadnezzar, God calls him my servant, came through Jerusalem, Judah, and take, took them into captivity in Babylon, an ungodly environment. And notice, they took all the riches, they took all of the jewels, they took all of the uh, priests, cups and so forth and so on. They took all the treasures and took them back to Babylon. In 722, God sent the Assyrians, uh, amen, to get Israel, Samaria, the 10 tribes up north. And he waited for Judah to repent. Judah would not repent. 
And so later on, God in 606 allowed Nebuchadnezzar to come through and take Amen, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into Babylon. Teenagers snatched them from their parents, destroyed the city of Jerusalem. We, we see the unavoidable and, 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 and then we see the influential that in spite of Daniel's horrific surroundings, Daniel was influenced and influencing to both the Jews and the Babylonians. Ezekiel and, listen, Jeremiah talks about Daniel and both of them talk about the character of Daniel. There's nothing negative said about him. He was a praying man. He was a prophesying man. Can I get a witness? He, he, listen, listen, he had, uh, all of the, tri- uh, the trimmings of God's grace. We not only see the, un- the, the, the unavoidable and the influential, uh, Lord have mercy, we see, amen, the, uh, 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 uh the interpretation of Daniel. Daniel was given grace and guidance to interpret dreams and visions. That was his gift that brought glory to God. Daniel stood, him and his three Hebrew friends, they stood up values against the food of the Babylonians, which were offered to other gods. They not only stood, they, amen, they were uh, standing in the light of the Lord and refused certain things. They let Nebuchadnezzar change their names. They let Nebuchadnezzar, yeah, change their place of residence, but they never let Nebuchadnezzar change their God. They, they were committed to the lordship of Yahweh. And, 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 and so we, we see the insightful in Daniel. We see dedication in spite of desperation. Uh, do I have a witness? His, his stand, his, in chapter two, we see Daniel with his gifts of interpreting Nebuchadnezzar's troubled dreams. In chapter three, in Daniel, amen, we, we see his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being thrown into a fiery furnace But there was somebody else in the furnace. And let me say this to you. I don't care what furnace you think you're in this morning. Jesus is there with you. He will snatch the heat. He will snatch, Lord have mercy. He he will snatch the fire out for faithful witnesses. And then in chapter 4, Nebuchadnezzar acts like an animal. Amen. And God humbles him. In chapter 5, he interprets the handwriting on the wall. Miki, Miki, Tiko, you farsen. Your days are numbered. The kingdom will crash. And, and in chapter six, he's thrown in a lion's den and God gives the lions locked jaw so it won't bother him. He was faithful to Almighty God. In chapter seven to twelve, Daniel interprets dreams and visions of the future. He sees the plight of his people. He sees the future Antichrist in Antiochus Epiphanes who spilled pig's blood over the altar. He, he sees the powerful presence of the ancient of days, Jesus Christ, in all of his glory. He sees celestial warfare when Gabriel was bringing back the answer to his prayer. And Satan and his emissaries attack Gabriel in the sky. And Michael, the archangel, came with his angels and fought Satan and his angels, fallen angels, and told Gabriel, take the message back to Daniel. We see the faithfulness of Almighty God. But here in chapter 12, we see a platform of worship at that time. Let me stop, pause, and park and give you a dose of the Word of God. Daniel models for us a correct attitude and action 
in adverse situations. The first thing I want to bring out about Daniel is that Daniel, we're talking about acceptance, Daniel accepted his fixtures, his fractures, and his feelings. Now, let me say this to you. Three areas. Daniel accepted his past. Some of us don't accept our past. There was pain in our past. You've got to accept the past, not let the past become the present, not let the present become the future. You got to accept what happened in your past, good, bad, or ugly. You got to, you may not like it. You may have been fractured. You may have been molested. You may have been, uh, 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 you know, just uh, uh, critically wounded. But you got to accept your past as the, listen, the unavoidable. God allowed it for a reason. And whatever reason God had to allow it, by faith, you got to praise his name. Because all things are working together for the good. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Daniel had to accept his past and then Daniel had to accept his pain snatched from his parents as a teenager, never to see them again. Deported to an horrific environment called Babylon. I don't know if you have accepted your pain. Some of us keep carrying our pain to the next phase of our lives. Some of the people you married to are suffering because of your past pain. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to preach. Some of us are in a state of hell because of our past pain. We, we have never forgiven ourselves. We have never trusted God with the pain of the past. I had pain in my life. You had pain in your life. Things I wish could have changed, they didn't change. God allowed them. Can I get a witness? He, he allowed my past. He allowed my pain. And he allowed my place. That God was controlling the circumstances to bring me to this place. You, you may not agree with everything. You may struggle with some of the things as I do. But Daniel, amen, accepted his lot. And, and too many of us are still living in the past. Too many of us think and feel with our pain. Hmm. And that's what's going on with these uh, cities being burnt down. That is, there's pain from the past where people are tired of pain. And many of them are just handling it the wrong way. And the leaders are numb. They're ignorant. They don't understand. Do I have a witness? You can only beat a dog so long before that dog can turn around and bite you. We don't condone violence, but we understand what's going on. The fact of the matter is, is that uh, Daniel, Lord have mercy, was hindered by his hurts. Dan- Daniel, Daniel suffered through the subjections of what he had to go through. His problems, his pitfalls, and 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 he he had to accept those negative, fractured feelings, which were fixed. Amen. We got to be careful that we don't display in front of our children and grandchildren our pains, our past, our pitfalls, our places. We, we've got to give it to Jesus, pull back, let it go, accept it, 
1 Thessalonians 5, Paul says, in everything, not for everything, but in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I have regrets from my past. I made a lot of mistakes in my past. I was in darkness in my past. Can I get a witness? I I I, I was taken in the diet of a, a cruel and wicked world in the past. But God, who is rich in mercy, and God is just and the justifier of them that believe in Jesus, that is, if God forgave you, you need to forgive yourself. And stop hurting others with your pain. Some of us are nasty because we're still painful. Some of us speak nasty. Some of us think nasty. Some of us are still angry because of the past. Our parents may not have been good models. We lost somebody we thought we loved, but they didn't love us. That's why they left. I do I have a witness? We are subjected to situations that left scars in our tissues, wounds in our beings. And so then Daniel, Daniel accepted, Lord have mercy, the adversities of his past, his pain and his place. I, 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 I always talk about the historical context, the history of hurts, the history of bitterness, the history of anger, the history where your fantasies didn't come to pass, the history where you think you're right and everybody's wrong, the history. Do I have a witness? And in this age, this eccentric age, not just the millennials, everybody, this eccentric society, me, myself, and I, I, listen, I, 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 selfies, everything's about me, everything's for me, everything's uh, 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 with me, Every, everything is spread out in spite of me, no devotion to God, no devotion to the church, no devotion to marriage, no devotion, Lord have mercy, to voting, no devotion to change. It's all about me. And this whole society is self-centered, self-satisfying, amen, self-sacrificing. Every, everything is aimed at self so I can't feel the needs of others. I don't see others. I'm only concerned about me, myself, and I. You sleep with apathy, but trouble will wake you up. Trouble will arouse you. Trouble will open up your eyes. Trouble will open up your mind. Trouble will open up your heart. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Then Daniel accepted his past, his pain, and his place. That's the only way we can move on. I didn't grow up in the best home, you may say. I didn't grow up with the best parents, you may say. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't grow up feeling good about myself, you may say. I was subjected to some horrific, horrible things, you may say. But you got to accept it and let it go. You can't move until you accept the maladies of the past. Secondly, Daniel had to accept the fires that were aimed at his faith. The, the Bible tells us that believers are subjected to warfare. We, we are not fighting against flesh and blood. We're fighting against principalities, powers, dominions, the thrones, classifications of fallen angels. We are fighting against Satan, his strategies. He hinders us. He takes out bridges when we're trying to cross. He, he tempts us. He, he, he influences us. Lord have mercy. Listen. He, he deceives us. Uh, Satan is right at the door waiting to give you a word. 
And the only word that some of us have is Satan's word, is our feelings, our fractures, and our fantasy and future. Satan is about, amen, damaging our relationship with God. We have to accept, and then we have to make, listen to this, adjustments. When two people get married, they ought to fully accept one another. We don't. We don't, but we ought to fully accept one another with all the differences we have. And then what comes after acceptance is adjustment. And, and adjustment says, I, 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 I have to adjust to this, this particular individual. And then after adjustments come abiding. That we abide with the person that we marry. We don't get married and wish for something else. That, that's satanic. Uh, do I have a witness? Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. Fact of the matter is, we got to make acceptances and adjustments in our mind. In our mind. It's 2020. It's not 1965. I've lived through a whole lot of things that were regretful. I lived through a whole lot of things that brought anger and anguish. I lived through a whole lot of things that made me non-trusting. Oh, yes, I did. But when I look at the word of God and the spirit of God, not only must I accept my faith in the fire, I must make adjustments to the fire. Do I have a witness that I will be agitated in my mind, in my marriage, in my ministry, in my motivation? Daniel, amen is seen in Psalm 119 until I was afflicted I went astray we got to understand the significance of that Job said and when I come forth meaning there's a come out day I'll be like pure gold Job said though he slay me yet will I trust him Lord have mercy that, that child of God, when we look at the word of God, God is not always ministering to our present feelings. God is touching our faith, freedom, and fortitude. We, we got to hold on and uh-huh, we got to hold out. Lord, have mercy. That, that, that Daniel, amen, practice not only a faith but a fruitfulness It was Daniel that gave merit to God's medicine, the furnace. You and I have got to fight by faith even in the furnace of adversity. You will go into the furnace. Trouble is with us always. You're either coming out of trouble, you're in trouble, or you just left trouble. Trouble... Lord, have mercy, is with us always. And that's why the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, I love it. He said, we are troubled on every side. Satan is not coming at one side, he's coming at every side. But yet we're not distressed. We're perplexed, we're confused, puzzled, but we're not in despair. We're cast down but never destroyed. Always abounding, hallelujah. In the grace of Jesus Christ. It's the grace that's amazing. It's the grace that's going to draw us out. It's the grace that's going to sustain us. He had to accept the fires against his faith. Some of these fires are that you've been praying but nothing's been happening. You've been waiting but nothing has changed. Yeah. You get up every morning, you still feel depressed. Those are fighting in the furnace of flames. You got to look past the flames. You got to understand that Jesus is in the flame with you. I like the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they refused to bow to the nine foot by nine statue 
that Nebuchadnezzar had built, which is symptomatic of the Antichrist. And he said, whoever does not fall down, I will throw them into the furnace and heat it seven times hotter than it was. And, 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 and Shadrach said, oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. We're not disrespectful to you. We understand you're king. But be it known to you what a stand. We will not bow down, hallelujah, to this image. And Nebuchadnezzar said, I'm going to give you one more chance. He said, they said, we will not bow down to this image. He said, throw him into the fiery furnace. And when he threw him in, and you and I are going to be thrown in for trusting God in troubled times. When he threw him in, Nebuchadnezzar said, did not I throw three in? But behold, there's a fourth one. And it looks like the Son of God. Jesus may not show up till you really need him. Jesus will snatch out the heat. Jesus will snatch out the pain. Jesus will snatch out the past. Jesus will snatch you into another place, another realm. Jesus is able. He's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask about. He's able to pull you out of problems. Pitfalls. Do I have a witness? You gotta look up. You can't look in. You can't look back. You gotta look up. He's worthy. I said he's worthy to be praised in the midst of all this hell on earth. We gotta look to Jesus. He's our prescription, He's our power. He's our sufficiency. Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. So the historical context in chapters 1 to 6 are the narratives of the incidences that Daniel went through, but 7 to 12 are the visions of the future. And in that vision, God laid out a mathematical formula how long the children of Israel would be in Gentile bondage, 70 weeks. And he gives in chapter 9, 24 to 27, a mathematical equation. He says 69 weeks, the Son of Man will be cut off. That's the cross. At the cross, when Jesus died for our sins, it was the 69th prophetic week. And when he died, God called a time out and ushered in the ecclesia, the church that has no timetable. Only God knows when the time of the church is over and he's going to snatch us out. He's going to rapture us. He's going to take us back to glory. And once we are in heaven rejoicing with him, the God of our salvation, the 70th week will begin. The 70th week is the tribulation. Seven years, three and a half Trib, three and a half great trib, when Satan will take over, when the Holy Ghost will back up and let Satan take over, when the Antichrist will emerge, when the false prophet will emerge, when 144,000 sealed Jews will preach the gospel of the kingdom, not the gospel of grace, but the gospel of the kingdom. Can I get a witness? And as they are preaching, as they are teaching, as they are standing, as they are witnessing, amen, Satan and all of his powers will come against them and they will back them up Amen. Uh, to the sea at a place called Megiddo. And there will be the, uh, the battle of Armageddon. Can I get a witness? And they will say the Lord's prayer as they're backing up our Father who art in heaven, hallowed uh, be thy name, thy kingdom come. Bring your kingdom, thy will be done on earth as in heaven and the sky will crack and Jesus will be on a white horse. Can I get a witness? And he will consume everybody that's wicked. He will kill the false prophet. He will change Satan. He will kill the Antichrist. And he will open the books and have judgment and set up a kingdom for a thousand years and we will reign with him 
And he will fulfill all of Isaiah's prophecies. Can I get a witness? He's king of all kings and lords of all lords. So Daniel said, at that day, those in the book will be spared. At that day. Your day is coming. At that day. At that day. Thank you, Jesus. At that day, I should be in hell. But because of the shed blood of Christ, I will see that day. Because my name is written in the Lamb's, yeah, book of life. I am blood washed. I am blood bought. Can I get a witness? Amen. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Born twice, but I'm only going to die once. I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Uh, Do I have a witness? When Jesus died, I died. When Jesus uh, got up, I got up. Do I have a witness? When Jesus was baptized, I was baptized. When Jesus, yeah, was buried, I was buried. I'm so glad that I'm in him. I'm so glad that no weapon can come against me. I'm so glad by faith, freedom, and fortitude. I've got the victory this morning. But I've got to accept the fixtures of my fractures. My pain. My past. My place. I've got to accept the fires against my faith. i got to know that Jesus is on the throne. And he's got a timetable. All this stuff going to end. Can I get a witness? I, I, I got to uh, uh, be like Daniel, who God gave insights and discernments to. But finally, Daniel had to accept the future of his finish. Lord have mercy. Now let me talk about the finish. We're running a race. The word race is agon. We're running an agonizing race. We get hit every day. We feel the, the discouraged all the time. We can't see the light all the time. We, we, we can't understand the purposes of God all the time. We, we don't have the remedies in heart all the time. But we know. Yeah. I said no. We're not guessing. We know. That all things are working together for good. We, we know that no weapon formed against us shall power. We know that he that have begun a good work in us will continue to do it until Jesus Christ. We know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Daniel accepted his place. His permanent place till the day he died. Daniel was in captivity 70 years under three kings, governor under one. He had to accept his place. He had to accept his fallen passions. He had to accept... uh, the prominence of being an obedient prophet. Do I have a witness? Because Daniel understood that everything in life is by design. By design, Daniel was fractured. Now let me stop, pause, pause. Some of us don't believe that God, God would ever fracture his own people. He will. He fractures us to teach us. He fractures us for us to trust him. Trust in the Lord with all that heart, lean not to that understanding. He allows us to be fractured, fractured to change, to cry out for help. By design, Daniel was favored. Notice every time he got in trouble, God showed up. In our lives, every time we are children and grandchildren get in trouble, the Lord shows up. Can I get a witness? By design, Daniel was faithful. Oh, I just want to be faithful. 
And if you're going to be faithful, you got to go through something. If you're going to be faithful, you got to be exposed to something. If you're going to be faithful, you got to be hit by something. Uh, Daniel was faithful. He was favored. He was fractured. He was fruitful. He was featured. Daniel accepted his circumstances. He accepted his controls. He accepted uh, his place of conflict. That's why the songwriter said, whatever my lot is, thou has taught me to say, it is well with my soul. Can I get a witness? Be still and know that I am God. Acceptance is a humility in the face of hurts. Ah, history and horrific situations. Why fight God's finish? This is God's doing. This is God's battle. This is God's victory. That when God's people go through something, and you got to go through something, God is always teaching us. He's always testing us. Do I have a witness? You got to stay in this word, this word. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word is a light unto my path. Thy word. Thy word, thy word, thy word. Thy word will not come back void. Thy thy word is infinite. Thy word is all wise. Thy word has brought me this far. Do I have a witness? Don't turn away and look at all of the horrific things of this world. And there are some horrific things. Don't turn on the news and get discouraged. Hold on and hold out. God's got a timetable. Do I have a witness? God's going to end all this. God is going to favor his people. God is going to fill his people with a fuel. Lord, have mercy. God is able And God is on the inside. God rules all the affairs of mankind. God has a clock ticking. Can I get a witness? And when that clock ticks and the alarm goes off, God's going to move mightily on unfaithful national leaders. Yeah, he's going to move. He's going to move them out of the way. He's going to move. If my people who are called by my name, I'm talking about the saved folk. God said he needs you to repent. He needs you to get your head on straight. He needs you to make your heart straight. Amen. He needs you to obey his word. At that time, at that time, those that are in the book will be delivered. We must accept the fixture, fractures of our feelings. We must accept the fires of our faith. And we must accept the finish, Ah, the finishing point, yeah, that God has allowed us to see. Thank you, Jesus. Be thou faithful over a few things, and I'll make you ruler over many. As we close, you have to go through something. Come out with praise for our Savior. You you got to be exposed to things that hurt. You got to accept your past, your pain, your place. Being puzzled. You got to accept all that. Chalk it up. Abraham accepted it. Moses accepted it. David accepted it. Peter and Paul accepted it. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. We got to keep moving in the midst of this pandemic. We got to keep moving in the midst of this unrest, this violence. We got to keep moving with 40 million out of work. We got to keep moving. We got to keep trusting. We got to keep... Amen. Trying to be in God's will. 
Listen. Why fight God's finish? God told Jeremiah before you came out your mother's womb, I knew you, I ordained you, I sanctified you, I called you. The same is with us. Before we came out the, moon, moon, the womb, God had already worked out his will. And God wants us by faith, by freedom, by fortitude to accept the things we cannot change. By strength to change what we can and by wisdom to know the difference. Praise the name of Jesus this morning. Bless the name of Jesus this morning. In spite of my pain, I'm going to praise him. In spite of my being puzzled, I'm going to exalt him. In spite of everything I see and feel, I know at that time, Daniel 12, at that time, I will be delivered. God bless you. Read John, listen, read John 15 to John 20. Amen. Read Psalms 10 to Psalms 15 this week. We love you. Jesus loves you. Have a great day. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form. Walls down, Lord.